0: Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with author-illustrator Marcus Fister, best known for his Rainbow Fish series, about a fish who learns that his special glittery scales are even more special when he shares them with those around him. The first Rainbow Fish book was published in 1992, which means that the series is celebrating its 25th anniversary in 2017. Pfister will be coming to the U.S. later this year, just part of what's planned for the anniversary, and a new Rainbow Fish book arrives in May. Like its predecessors, You Can't Win Them All, Rainbow Fish will be published by North-South Books, which is sponsoring this podcast. Marcus, thank you for speaking with me. Thanks a lot. So congratulations on this you know, big anniversary. Did you ever imagine when you were starting out that uh, Rainbow Fish would be as long-lasting a series as it has become?
1: Absolutely not. It was impossible for us to imagine such a story. And just today, it's just a great feeling for me that one book had this enormous success.
0: And I know that Rainbow Fish was not your very first book, but what what, what was it that actually led you to a career in children's books to begin with?
1: Well you know, I started as a graphic artist. Um I did uh I attended the art school in Bern, then uh apprenticeship for advertisement in Bern. And uh I loved this job. But I didn't have the opportunity to illustrate that much. So I just looked for something to use my talents uh to tell stories and to illustrate. And I found this um this was the perfect thing uh to mix this two talents together in a picture book.
0: And uh, did the look of the series, you know, we're all very familiar with these books now, but did the look of Rainbow Fish and that, did that come very easily? Did you sort of land very early on on what these books were going to look like?
1: Well, I always had a a great preference for, um, first of all, to draw animals, and especially to draw very simple abstract characters. And so my very first book was called The Sleepy Owl, and looked quite a little bit similar as a rainbow fish does today. So there was a bird with very abstract feathers, and one day I just came up with the idea to change these feathers into scales, and I started with the sketches for a for a fish that is not a, a very popular uh, picture book animal. Normally we have the bear, the penguin, the the rabbit, and the fish is quite. Um, a uh, strange animal to use in a in a picture book.
0: Yeah, they're they're not very cuddly. Maybe that's part of it. Exactly. But I did see that picture on your website actually, where you have the picture of the sleepy owl turned sideways, and it is kind of amazing how that translated that way.
1: Yes, yeah, and my my former uh, editor Regityanski, she always uh, loved this first book and. Uh, any now and then she asked me to do something similar as the sleepy owl, but uh, that's quite hard to say, well, what is something similar than a sleepy owl? And uh, as you saw the sketch, I just turned the book one day and just had this Im- imagination for, for a fish, a very colorful fish. And the story and all the content of the book came afterwards. mm
0: mm-hmm. Now, with this new book, Uh, You Can't Win Them All, Rainbow Fish, uh, this is number eight, I believe. Can you talk a little bit about this new story and what it's about, basically?
1: Uh, Well, you know, the the character, the landscape, the illustrations, the aquarelle technique is always the same. So the important thing for me is to find a new story. And uh, with this topic uh, about uh, losing, um, I guess uh, for me it was quite uh, an important uh, story to tell. Not only for the kids, again, uh, as it was already with uh, Sharon Deskens, but also for us, the adults. You know? Some people asking me, why did you choose uh, such a negati- negative uh, thing like to lose uh, for, for a children's story? I don't know if it's really that negative, but I guess it's quite important for kids to learn to manage their frustrations. Since, I guess, the earlier they do the easier it becomes uh, when they get older.
0: Do you feel like um, the idea of, in this book, for instance, or even in the first book where Rainbowfish was reluctant to share his scales, do you feel like uh, him displaying behavior that is sometimes not very kind or heroic or thoughtful, is that part of, do you think, why kids have responded to this series? Seeing somebody acting in a way that maybe they're familiar with um, like that?
1: Mm, uh, for me, it's hard to say if, it, uh, if that was the point for the kids. For me, it was very important to have a character, a hero, if you want to, that is not really a hero. I wanted to show a character with uh, all his defaults, his uh, problems, but that is able to, to change his mind. I guess uh, like this, it was easier for the kids to see themselves in a rainbow fish. And not to see, to see the perfect hero that is uh, that never makes something wrong, and uh, maybe that was a point that uh, made it easier for the kids to um, to a- identify themselves with Rainbow Fish.
0: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that uh, the art, of course, is very similar book to book. The characters stay the same, but do you think? In a, in a bigger sense, there is a certain threads or themes that really run through all of these eight books, uh, something in common that really ties them together?
1: Well, you know, uh, the first Rainbow Fish, the first book, uh, we never thought uh, to make a series afterwards. But uh, the main thing that uh, the former editor told me, if we have a character like Rainbow Fish, uh, that it's able to transport this kind of stories... Why don't we uh, make a series? There are a lot of uh, important uh, themes, uh, a lot of important topics we could tell to the kids. And if we have a, a character that it is a, um, that has a big acceptance in this sense, why don't we continue in this way? And uh, it's clear that uh, I looked afterwards for similar stories that may um, bring some things to the kids. Uh.
0: Well I noticed on your your website also that you you say very clearly that there is no political message uh, intended in the Rainbow Fish books. Uh why did you feel it was necessary to uh to make that clear?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I was very surprised to 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 hear a lot of discussions uh, uh especially in the United States between the Democrat and uh, the other party uh, some voices uh, that said uh, this book uh is promoting communism and other things. For me, it was important to say, listen, this is a children book, nothing else. It's a simple story. I think it's important. It's a, it's fun to to share his own things with other people, but uh, we don't have to 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 find the reasons in these stories that that never were my intention to
0: do. Talking a little bit about the, the art for these books, uh, it's typically watercolor that you're using for these series, right?
1: Exactly. Uh, I started with the aquarel technique, even for other books, but uh, as this is a technique you use um, on a wet paper with uh, wet aquarelle colors, it fitted perfectly to illustrate an underwater uh, landscape.
0: And are, are you still playing around with other media, artistic media, for different projects that you work on? Are there other methods and uh, materials that are interesting to you right now?
1: Well, I was also interested, uh, always interested to to use new techniques. Uh, as a graphic artist, I, I, I'm always looking around in museums, in other books, uh, what we could use as a new technique and uh, that started also with Rainbow Fish with introdu- introducing the, the holographic foil stamping just um, the wish to, to find a new technique to, to find new techniques to really explain the story you want to tell and actually, I don't know if, you, if you've seen this. Uh, there's no name for this technique. We used in questions, questions, for example.
0: That's with the, the sort of almost marbled-looking kind of texture in, in that book? Exactly, yes. How did you create that effect?
1: Well, um, I remember one illustration was the big blue whale that looked quite boring in the aquiral technique. And I just looked for a technique that uh, brings this texture. And the, the, the solution was to... Cut any color you want to print uh, on the illustrations uh, of a cardboard. You bring the color on this cardboard and you stamp it on the paper. So the the result is always another one. You have to try four or five times the same illustrations to get a good result.
0: So I believe uh, you're going to be coming to the U.S. a little bit later this year. Can you talk a bit about what you'll be doing uh, while you're here?
1: Exactly, you know, for me, uh, celebrating the anniversary means to to meet a lot of people. Since normally I'm sitting here at my desk, I'm thinking about new stories, new new illustrations, and this um, anniversary gives me the possibility to to travel, to to meet people, to visit schools, and that for I will be, I guess, in June for one week in Chicago, and I hopefully, uh, yeah, I'll visit a lot of uh, meet a lot of people.
0: Uh, that's for the ALA conference?
1: Exactly. Uh, ALA is one event, and I hope we will visit some schools and uh, we have to, maybe to do some workshops
0: with the kids. Has it been a while since you were in the United States? I guess
1: uh, I visited um, the United States for the 10th anniversary of Rainbow Fish, so already 15 years ago. Also for uh, for business no? Since um, sure. I like traveling a lot and the United States uh, is just a big country to, to visit even for uh, for holidays.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you also able to uh, travel elsewhere around the globe to meet with children and talk about the books?
1: Well, we started uh, two weeks ago uh, with a journey in Nepal. I support uh, two or three schools there and I had an invitation for a small book festival. And it was a lot of fun to to visit there, um, the schools, and to do workshops. I have an invitation in July for China, the five uh, main cities in in China. And afterwards, we will visit uh, Tokyo and uh, do the same thing, some workshops and celebrate the anniversary in in Tokyo, too.
0: Well, I'm sure in 25 years of the Rainbow Fish, you must... Still, be getting letters and other messages from from children around the world. Um, are there any in particular that have have stayed with you over the years?
1: Well, it's clear. Uh, first of all, in the in the first uh, years of Rainbow Fish, I got a lot, a lot of, of letters, and uh, especially from the United States. I guess there are a lot of readers and writing programs at schools, so uh, entire classes of schools write you the letters. Today, I enjoy mostly the letters I get from. Young adults uh, that are uh, writing me about their experience, their memories with the rainbow fish, and for me it's incredible to to, to read these letters that uh, a young adult uh, remembers still this books and uh, tells me about uh, uh, the influence of, of his life uh, a book had. So that's um, a, a big motivation for me.
0: And and you know, I know we're talking about Rainbow Fish mostly today. But are there any other books that you're you're busy working on right now that you can talk about, or things you have coming out in the future?
1: Um, I finished uh, last September um, a new book uh, that will uh, be published uh, this autumn in October, I guess. And it was a strange thing. I'm working now for thirty-five years for Children's Books. I published more than sixty books, and this September. Mm, suddenly, without any warning or <laughs> announcement, I just felt mm, the need to make a break, and I just dedicated more time on sculptures, photography, even on um, document uh, digitally my my whole work. And um, actually, I'm just um, would like to let me surprise from the future. Um, I don't have any new projects in the pipeline. There are a lot of uh, workshops to prepare this year. Uh, but it's the first time that really I felt the need to have a break.
0: Very good. Well, after after 25 years of Rainbow Fish and 35 years of books, it, it's a well-deserved break.
1: <laughs> thank you very much.
0: <laughs> well, thank you again for speaking, and uh, congratulations on the book and, of course, this big anniversary.
1: It was a pleasure for me. Thank you.
0: Once again, I've been speaking with Marcus Pfister, Whose Rainbow Fish is celebrating 25 years in 2017. Thank you for listening to PW Kids Cast.